Hi everyone, my name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized or traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Yes, each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, and holistic space of consciousness for self-healing. As you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land today. Let's go. Well, hello everyone. I hope this week is beautiful. If it's not, make it beautiful. Now, I have had some requests by my Whispervise teams and some of my mentees. And I'm going to start doing some of my episodes, listening to what they request, because I don't know everything. And I am here to serve you. I am here to show you how to live in your promised land. In order to do that, I have to give you some good dinner, and that's in my book, good dessert, and that's in my podcast, or also little little appetizers. I would call my blog. I would call my newsletter. Uh, even my t-shirts. Expressing yourself is literally a way of just dropping the dime, little gems on good meditation quotes, really, and other stuff. Well, enough about me. We had some episodes that was really, really, really deep. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of things that I come up here and I try to convey to you is really dropping the seeds, dropping good seeds called gospel, good spells, don't run good words. And I do that for a reason, because I guarantee you, if you go back to episode one and keep listening, you will not be the same. That's why the people that I mentor, the people that I counsel, they come from a bad space to a good space. And I tell them all the time, fire me, because there's always someone out there better but if you don't feel that you are seeing manifestations, if you don't feel that you are walking the walk and talking the talk, then you know what? Hire somebody else. With that being said, one of the shout outs that I'm going to give is going to be a couple of them. They made me do my homework. I asked my mentees, how or should I say, what topic do you want to hear? And we are going to go right into it because they they really put me to work. Because normally I'm going to tell you, I heard stories, horror stories about podcasting. And people say, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say every month. I don't know what to say every week. And some people have recommended me to do it monthly. And that's good if you really, really have other jobs. And I said jobs because you should have more than uh, one income, which means that you should have your hands in a little bit of everything. Mm, I maybe let me go back. Maybe at least two or three. Never depend on one 
source of income. With that being said, um, I gave them the opportunities because technically they are my Patreon. And if you want to come in here and you say, hey, listen, I want a part of this mission that you have to show people how to go ahead and live their promised land today, you know what you do? Hey, I got a Patreon group and you are more than welcome to contact me in the description. I'm pretty sure I have it there. If not, go to phyllisWhitley.com and click on contact and you can contact me and say, I want to be a patron. What is this? You get lots of benefits, which I'm not going to discuss here. But one of my Patreon mentee, uh, she literally wanted to, she had a question, okay? And I'm going to give a shout out to her. Her name is Patty Word in Virginia. Okay, shout out to Patty. Her question was, what does it mean to follow Christ? Are we God disciples as there were in the Bible? Excellent question. So, of course, I went and I took it and I literally broke it down to the title of this is going to be episode 27, Delinquents or Disciple. What is a true Christian in today's world? Yes, we get ready to go there. So get out of my kitchen if you can't handle it. I'm full warning you, okay? Well, first of all, none of us are, are perfect and we're not going to be perfect because we are in this suit, okay? The suit of clay, the suit of dirt that goes back into the ground. So... Your family, loved ones are not in that ground. I know you say, hey, wait a minute, Miss P. I seen it. They bury him. If they pull that casket open today, you will see bones and fossils. We go back to the dirt. Okay. But why we are living here, there are many religions. But as a Christian, I'm only here to give you what my take and my opinion. You don't have to listen to anything I'm saying, but I feel that I have the credentials to sit up here and talk. Not only if uh, am I someone who is ordained minister, but I don't walk around as a pastor or anything or evangelist. I literally use that as a, my credential to say, hey, I'm going to teach Bible studies. I'm going to teach something about the Bible. And if somebody come up and say it, they're going to say, oh, 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 she can do it. You know, I also have a master's degree in counseling. I took that up with religion and counseling. Also know about the holistic side. I'm a holistic coach. So now that you know a little bit about me, because I'm going to tell you all of that, I feel like I have a right to be on this platform. Okay. So what is a Christian? A Christian is a person who believes in Jesus Christ and follows his teachings. That is why she actually asked about disciples. Well, Miss P, those was the days and, you know, the days of our lives. Mm, we can't do that. Yes, you can. 
You know, oh, you know, I got some scriptures for you for those who say, I just don't believe that. I'm going to always back it up. You got to always prove what you're saying. First of all, Jesus came down as an example. It's not a sad Bible story that y'all look at. God knew everything. He was in charge of everything all the way down to the cross and Calvary. He knew what he was doing. If I always say, if the enemy knew that if he had crucified uh, Jesus Christ, what would have happened, he would have never did it. And when I say he in the me, it was in those religious sectors. Okay? Back in those times. Now, let's come back to today. You ask, wait a minute, what about today? In my book, Spiritology, it talks about the religious seeds that are still here today. You know, when you go to church and they look at you like, you're not good enough. Oh, no, you are not holy enough. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not a true representation of Christ. I can't sit up here and tell you, well, I don't think that you really have a relationship with God. But God said you would know them by their fruit. It is a certain way that you carry yourself. And I'm not talking about walking in the world where you say, oh, I don't sin. I'm not talking about the church poison or things that they say, ah, you just can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that. That's a sin. That's a sin. Everything's a sin. I am talking about the biggest thing, the biggest crime, the biggest disappointment is when you don't believe in God. He actually said, let me go ahead and let me come down and let me be Jesus Christ for three years so you can know how this thing is done. Because in the Old Testament, he was just using his prophets. And I imagine he said, hey, wait a minute, I'm tired. Let me get down here and let you see. Now, that part right there is a whole nother book. Just come back. Just come back to reality. Let's go focus on Jesus Christ. An example. An example. And he went and he chose his disciples. I do believe him to this day. When you have a business, when you have a Really, you have to have your business because if you are working for somebody, you're their disciple. But when you have your own business, whether you preaching in a pulpit or in the marketplace, and I tell those of you who know me, I tell you, your marketplace is where you do your work. You don't necessarily have to go into a pulpit to preach when you got a call on you. I know preachers, you know, they get a thing out of telling you and prophesizing to you. You know, God is calling you. Yeah, but how much work can you do in the pulpit? You are limited. Now, listen to uh, the Internet and the online worldwide web. That really is a blessing in disguise because now you can reach people all over the world. So don't knock online. Don't knock that the pandemic knocked out a lot of uh, brick and mortar. So what I'm saying is, is that your job is to go ahead and know his manuscript, look at that and read the New Testament. Now, I know it's religions that don't go into the New Testament. That's fine. You know, I'm not here to sit up here and argue with them and nor are you. But listen to the New Testament where Jesus walked for three years. He came as a teacher, a prophet a healer. He came as the Messiah. 
for a reason to show you this is the way it's supposed to be. Now, I know y'all say, well, I mean, I don't believe it because you're trying to tell me I can walk on water. It's a metaphor. Walking on water, water's life. That means that he was in control of life. Are you in control of your life? Oh, I know you didn't get that. It's going to take some digestion. Did you get what I was just saying? You may not be Jesus himself, but I'm telling you, as one of his followers, you claim when you accept that he's who he is and accept him into your heart, your soul, that's by belief. Anybody can say, I believe in in Lord Jesus Christ, and they do that in the church. And the people be like, just saying anything. A lot of them put, um, I have been to churches where they begged them. <laughs> they, they told me, you have to say this. You have, you don't have to say nothing. That's just like telling your, your man, um, you better say, I love you. And he said, well, I only said it because you told me to. No, when you really, really, really know who Jesus is, you will believe in your heart. Nobody have to tell you anything. When you confess it, that's a confession that God knows whether it's true or not. So it's not necessarily that you had to confess in front of a whole congregation, but to each his own. Once you confess it, what happens? You become one of the followers. Well, Miss P, that was back in those days. How can I follow him now? He left the script. Read it. Learn from it. Read what he have said. Read what he did. Read how he dealt with different topics in life, along with the other other stuff. Read the Old Testament for all the prophets and see how they handled it. But nobody handled it like the master himself. So the disciple, according to the dictionary, disciple means people who are students and learners. And literally, they follow someone. So it's just like a mentor. You heard me discuss mentee. Mentor. Who are you directing? Even in your business, I don't care if you're showing people how to sew a dress. You are directing them. You are instructing them. If you're a motivational speaker, you are directing and you are showing them. And oh my goodness, even if you're a mother or father, you are literally, once you have kids, You are directing them. They are looking at you. So you have to be careful who you follow. And when you follow the master himself, I'm going to tell you, then you know how to deal with everybody around you. You know how to deal with your business. You know how to deal with even your hobbies. You know how to deal with everything, your emotions. You won't be out there as a woman falling in the street to every man saying, oh my goodness, help me, help me. No, 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 no. And a man won't be looking for every woman to take care of him. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to know as a Christian, and why do I say this? Because so many of y'all confess. You go into jail and then you say, oh, I, I'm a Christian. Now, if you are a Christian, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But don't sit up there and go into jail and come out and go back and tell people you're a Christian. Because the last, the last young boy who heard that is going to think, oh, it is normal to go to jail. Do you understand what I'm saying? They followed him. P, 
people will follow you. Once you go out there and you say, hey, this is the, the this is the decision that you want to make, that you are going to answer the call that God has on you, which he has on everybody. Once you accept him, then you need to study. You need to study. It's just like going to your boss before you go to the to the interview. You do study the company, don't you? Some of y'all don't. That's why y'all don't have the job no more. So you see what I'm saying? You have to learn. You hear me? Learn that study. You can't get away from that studying. And so they learned. He had the disciples learn. And what did they do after that? After he went on, literally, they went out there and they took what they learned. They mastered it. And they went out and lived their life trying to convert people over and show them who he really, really is. Because he was, is, and will always be. So the disciple is a student. Be a student in everything. Be willing to learn. Now, let's go to the scripture. Because somebody said, well, I don't know what that's in the scripture or whatever, whatever. If you really read that Bible, you will learn that this is many things in that Bible. First of all, Corinthians 11, 1 says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Do you understand? He came for an example, not a bloody, messy Bible story. I know some of y'all are disappointed that when you go to church, that's all they're telling you. No, he is the example. The pastor is the, the pastor, the priest, the evangelist, the prophet. Job is to point you to, to Jesus Christ. But at the same time, they should be learning and constantly studying to show themselves approved so they can go forth and you look at them as an example, not as a worshiper, not as a God. Do you understand? When you go to church, that's what you're looking for. Whether you listen from in your bedroom or you go to a building, you, your pastor, or whoever is a, your spiritual God, excuse me, he's not your spiritual God. <laughs> your spiritual leader should be an example. And if you didn't, if you know the word, and I say this in my book, you would know whether or not you were dealing with a false prophet, false pastor. You understand? Don't let no pastor or nobody or priest come to you and say, in the name of Jesus, I can touch you here. God is with you. Stop thinking that your pastor or spiritual leader is the best thing since fried chicken and cornbread. Yes, I said it. Stop it. My pastor don't so and so and so. I heard about churches where they said that when the pastor came out, everybody had to stand in the at ease position and stand against the wall. Who who do you think it only it only takes one breath for God to blow him out, life out of him, him or her. Even even my Metis, I said you don't need to worship me, but let me tell you, once you get out there and you got your ministry or you whatever you specialize in, you specialize in hair, clothes, even if you're the best chef, do it well. God gave you that gift. And one thing I I can say and I didn't like is when I uh, I remember I was in the church and one of the ladies she had a call on her life and one one of the call was doing hair. And I remember that 
the pastor told her that she couldn't do here. That's not of God. And you know what I seen? A miserable woman walking through the church because she couldn't do what she's what she supposed to do. Let me tell you, if you're a plumber, be the best plumber you have. If we didn't have these people out here doing these, these um, in these careers, in these business, where would we be? And so people say, oh, you mean to tell me if I just be a janitor, I'm doing something? Yes, you could be called to be a janitor, but you don't stay there. You imitate him. You learn from him. Yes, some of the stuff is 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 a metaphor. No, you you. I'm not gonna say tomorrow you're gonna walk on water, but I guarantee you, once you know him and follow him, he will show you how to take control of your life. You will be over your life, and your life won't be over you. Okay, what is your goal? See a disciple. That's beautiful. You say, I like the discipleship and stuff like that. You go to church. My pastor, you said, my pastor teach me stuff and my pastor don't just give a Bible story. Great. How long are you going to be sitting there? Till you die? Till you 60, 70, 80, or 100? Some of you, I know you love your, your spiritual leader, but don't sit there forever. A good spiritual leader is going to teach you, be a good mentor, but they are going to show you how to go forth and either branch out from them or start your own. Don't sit there and wait. That's just like you going to school and you sit in first grade forever. You have to graduate. That's why God, Jesus has said many times to his disciples, how long I have been with you? When they ask the same question, He's like, hey, come on. I'm not going to be here for long. You know what I'm saying? And then the one who made, who wrote the, it's no coincidence that the one who wrote the most books in the New Testament was, was actually Paul, who really didn't walk with him. So that's the example. People say, well, you can't be a disciple and you ain't work with, walk with Jesus. Guess what? Paul didn't walk with him, but he knew, he studied him enough that he wanted to kill everybody that was associated with Christianity. And God, as the spirit blinded him. And you know what? And during that time, God sent someone to sit back and teach him, you know, the blindness. You may look at it as physical, but I look at it in the sense that he was spiritually blind. And God sent somebody to open his eyes. He had to learn. And once he learned, honey, you better believe he went and wrote most of those books that you see the New Testament. You know why? You don't have to say that's an excuse. Oh, I, I mean, I'm not in Jesus' days. Right now, who are you? What do you want to be? What did you dream to be when you was young? Go and do it. But see, because when you go out there and you do it, then you can go ahead and help other people. Is it a nonprofit organization that you want to do? Is it a cause? You can go ahead and work. If you have a good job, you say I'm a psychiatrist, I'm a nurse or whatever, maybe you just you are a teacher. Maybe you what you would call someone who's a hairstylist, a baker, a cook, whatever it is, you may say, hey, wait a minute, I do have a heart for this. I have the heart for the homeless. I have the heart for abused women or heart for abused men. What I'm saying to you is what you can do, get a nonprofit organization, and that's where you really do most of your work. 
See what you see what I'm saying? But that's your calling. If that's your calling, maybe you can take your career making your calling. How long are you going to work for somebody? I have nothing against going and getting your degree and working for somebody. But guess what? It's a time that you have to say, I learned all I can learn. I'm just passing through. And now it's time for me to let go of discipleship with this particular organization or company. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Your life should be a representation of Christ because you know why? In order to go into the promised land, you have to know how to get there. And when you know how to get there, you're going to go out there and you're going to recruit people. It's just like the military. You are going to recruit people. You are not an Allen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Think about that. So, you know, as a disciple, if you are a student, you got to graduate. Your goal is to become a teacher, a mentor, or a leader. You don't always have to be in front of the pulpit. And if that is what you want to do, do it. But you're setting an example. So you can't get up there and be in the pulpit and you going with everybody that walks through the door. You can't do that. You can't live by the flesh. You can't get up there and say, okay, I taught y'all. I just, I just want you to just pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. No. God said he should reward those who diligently seek him. And as a spiritual leader, you should be always seeking him. And he's going to bless you anyway. You don't need to beg people to give to you. Yes, you need to teach them finance. You need to teach them health. You need to teach them even wealth. But at the same time, you do your job. God is going, a spiritual being, a spiritual universe is going to bless you anyway. So don't get mad when you see spiritual leaders and you say, hey, wait a minute, they get too wealthy. Look what they're doing. They're in charge of your soul. They're in charge of your spirit. You think they're supposed to be living on a corner under a tree? But at the same time, when you become a spiritual leader, you're taking on a great responsibility because guess who's looking at you? This is also in any career that you choose. I don't care if you a groomer for puppies, cats, do it good. Because somebody with their cats, some, some, some cat owner, cat parents need you. Don't think your job is so lowly. And if you do, let me say it again. If that's where you know in your heart you belong, if you can do that work for free, then you know where your passion's at. Now, I'm not telling you to do it for free because, listen, your gift, she'll make room for you. And then you can expand and you can get more people. You can teach people how to cook, teach people how to do hair. See, you know what we do? We say, hey, I want to be a hairstylist and we just get comfortable. Don't want to open up our own shop. We don't want to do this. I'm not telling you if that's where you want to stop. Everybody is not made to go straight to college. And some of the richest people never went to college or they dropped out. So you see, you can stop. It's a ceiling that you can choose. Or you can choose to be unlimited like God was. So you must have your eyes on being a teacher 
in teaching people what you learn, even as a spiritual leader or in your own business. That is the goal. So when you get into your promised land, a lot of people make the mistake, especially in Hollywood. They just be like, ah, I made it, I made it, I made it. And then the ground eat them up because you know why? They forgot what their calling was. Yes, your calling don't have to be in the pulpit. It's in the marketplace. We all need each other. We are all connected to each other. Do you understand? The teacher is needed. The fireman is needed. The policeman is needed. The psychiatrist is needed. Regardless of what you say, scientists are needed. Barbers are needed. The doctors are needed. Did I say the doctors? Each doctor, foot doctor, ear doctor, nose doctor, all of them have a place. We are all connected. Do your job the way you need to be. It need to be done. But if you're going to call yourself a Christian, remember who you should follow. Then in order for you to learn, your spiritual leader should be teaching you. you should, everyone should have some type of spiritual leader. They should be showing you what is going on. How do you go ahead and plant your feet in the place that you need to be? And that's your own promised land. That is your goal. Okay, Miss P. Well, what about all the people that say they are Christian? And I mean, I'm seeing this. They go into church and they come right out and they cursing everybody out and they 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 stealing and they robbing and they they just downright no good to the point I don't even want to know nothing about no church. Okay. Let's go back to my topic. Or should I say title? Delinquent or disciple? What is a true Christian in today's world? Today's world. You just realize or hopefully you just digest in your system that you should follow Christ. Let him be an example. And if you have a spiritual leader, which everybody should. And some of y'all set up here and y'all, you know, I'm not talking about, I have nothing against people saying, well, I do go to a spiritual advisor. Okay. Find out what that spiritual advisor is linked up to. I am not talking about a psychic. Okay. I'm talking about somebody that's going to teach you from the word of God. Now, that's a disciple. You have to show yourself approved by studying. Once you learn the manuscript, then you can follow him. Then you can, and once you know that manuscript, then you will know who to follow. Who's your spiritual leader? I heard um, a while that they said one of the most famous um, basketball players has several coaches. And yes, you do need a coach. There's nothing wrong with a coach. I mean, you get somebody who does your nails. You get somebody to do your hair. You literally get people to serve you in these areas so you can go ahead and serve people and you don't waste all your time trying to do other stuff unless you can do it. So with that being said, delinquent, if you're not serving nobody, if you're not answering your call, and many people we know, as Miles Monroe, the late Miles Monroe said, is wealth in the graveyard, in the cemetery, at the cemetery. You know why? Because if you delinquent, remember I said you a student, mentor, or learner? Those, was, those are what 
Jesus' disciples were. They learned. He taught them. Then they watched him. Be careful when you say, I'm a Christian, and you don't even know how to quote any of his scriptures. Or should I say one? Be careful. Learn him. Your pastor or spiritual leader should be teaching you this thing. I don't care if you have a motivational speaker. They should know they got to go back somewhere to the Bible. Where are they going to? Who, you know, are they, uh, you know, be careful when they think they're God. No, 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 no. Where is their manuscript? You have a manuscript in your face. You know what you do? Read it. Or you're going to be delinquent. What happened when you go to school as a student and you, you know what? You don't, you don't listen. Let's see what that means. According to the dictionary, it's failing and neglectful, failing in or neglectful of a duty or obligation, guilty of a misdeed or offense. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're guilty. Are you walking around guilty? Are you not answering your call for the marketplace? And if you have a call to get on the pulpit, are you not answering that? Who whispered in your ear and told you you would never be or you could never do? You understand? You're a delinquent. Change it. Become a disciple. Learn. Teach your children to learn. School is just the place you're going to pass through, but they must learn. You don't teach your kids to learn. They don't want to go to school to learn. Guess what? They're going to become adults that's going to have to learn in the jailhouse. Yes. Somebody's going to show you and teach you. If you don't want to learn now, tell them you're going to be sent up in the jailhouse and you can't do nothing. They will tell you when you need to go to the bathroom, when you need to eat, when you need to wash up. Do you understand? Teach your children. If they go out there now and they do not want to be a disciple for the school system until they grow up and get to a point where they choose if they're going to go to, you know, whether they're going to go to college or you choose. I don't know how you do it. If they don't be a student, they would never make it to being a teacher or a leader. Teach them that. If they say, I don't want to know, I want want to hear what you got to say, mother or father. If you got that rebellious child, they got the bellish, rebellious seed, you better read my book. Because you got to get that seed out of there. And you know what happened? He, 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 I mean, Johnny boy just don't listen. Rihanna don't listen. You better take this serious because you know what you think is cute? That it's not cute when you see a a five-year-old in a supermarket laying out their parents. Then they wonder why when they get 16, they set up their house arrest. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, this is very, very crucial. You become delinquent when you are not a disciple. Remember that. Confess who he is. Believe who he is. Then learn from him. Get a spiritual coach, a spiritual leader to teach you how to implement the scriptures into your life. I don't care. Listen, 
Every some people say, "Hey, I, I'm another religion. I feel like it's all it's different religions, but the same God." Okay, all of us missing hit. Somebody got to be telling you something about your spiritual side, so you know as a Christian, you know as a disciple. Remember, disciple, discipline. You will not be disciplined until you become a student, until you become someone who sits down and learn. That discipline will take you a long way. So if you are not disciplined like the children of Israel, every time Moses went up to the mountain and talked to God, because every spiritual leader needs to have a relationship with God, and every time he went to fill up his self with God's word through God himself. The children of Israel, did I say that right? They was down there hanky-panky doing everything. Do you understand? Wasn't disciplined. And God gave them mercy, mercy, grace, grace, grace. And if you know your word and your Bible, you know what happened to them. They didn't make it in the promised land. So many of y'all are sitting up here saying, oh, what is this promise that is living today, milk and honey, enjoying your life? Not so you can get up there and show off to everybody, but it's for you to say, hey, now I can go help you. Now I can help you. Now I can teach you. And then you're going to go ahead and teach. I'm going to teach 20 people. 20 people going to teach 40 people. 40 people going to go out there and teach 80 people. And it's going to go down. Even way after you leave, you leaving the legacy, leave a legacy with your books with your podcast, with all of these things that you're leaving is so the next generation can go ahead and read it and learn. Don't be delinquent. Be a disciple. Be a disciple. But your goal is to come out and be a leader, a teacher. That's why he told you. In John 14, 12, he said, Most assuredly, I say unto you, he who believe in me, the work that I do, he will also do and greater work than these he will do because I go to my father. Do you understand? He's telling you, you're going to do greater work. You're not going to be on the earth a limited a time. You're not. You know what you're going to be doing? You're going to be going out there making a difference in your world, your community, your home, and in yourself. I hope you got something out of this. And we want to give a shout out again for Patty Word from Virginia. That was deep. She made me work. I hope if you don't know nothing, (laughs) you learned something today about how to set an example before you say that word, I am a Christian. And you know where to get your learning from. Be wise in who you allow to come in your life and be over your spiritual being. Thank you so much for coming into my space. Now go get your promised land. Please share me, share me, share me on all your social medias so I don't have to do it because I don't know who you know. Leave a manifest and review and testimony. See, when you bless me, someone will bless you. That's why I'm always blessing. Don't miss your opportunity to get the book because, see, you only get in a little bit of it, but you want more. Now, what's new? 
School is starting. Gotta get the book. Ask Jalen. Get the book and go out there and stop bullying. Make a difference in somebody who's autistic life and show them you can be anybody that you want to be. Yes, no matter what labels they put on you. Also, my blogs, my newsletter, I'm just sharing all kind of stuff because some people want to listen and some people say, I don't want to listen to a podcast. I really like to read. I'm giving you a little bit of everything. But one thing I want to give you, remember, if loving self is right, you don't want to be wrong.